Hey, welcome to the Purpose Driven Life podcast. I'm your host, Pierce. I have been on an entrepreneurial journey for over five years now, and I want to share what it's been like. A lot of my journey included filtering myself, being put in a box, and caring way too much about how I was perceived and what people thought about me. That part of my journey is over, so get ready for me to share my story, thoughts, feelings completely unfiltered, but I will also be covering topics like lifestyle, mindset, and empowerment because I am not putting myself into a box. So let's get into it. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Purpose Driven Life podcast. And today I am joined by Andy, who is the co-founder of Rise Cycle, which I have been obsessed with going to. It's actually been quite a while since I've been there recently, just because I was on vacation and then I was sick and it's just been uh, a couple weeks that just yeah, the struggle is real. But I love their studio so much. And I'm so excited to chat more about Andy, um, with Andy about what made him want to start this studio. So hi, Andy. Hello, Pierce. It's great. To, it's great to be here. So how about you start with just talking, uh, introducing yourself, tell the people all about you. Sure. Um, so my name's Andy. I I uh, started, um, I went to school in, in Calgary and uh, right after university, I, I started um, in the corporate world uh, as with most people uh, in commercial real estate. And at that time, um, I had a friend, this is about 10 years ago now, I had a friend who dragged me into a spin class and I had no idea what it was and, and I fell in love with it. Um, and eventually, uh, they asked me to teach, um, and, uh, saying yes, um, has really changed my life. And, and I don't mean that in a physical sense, um, and I'll, I can get into that later. Um, but, uh, I spent a, a few years in the corporate world while teaching before and after work, uh, and I really fell in love with it. And, and, um, it really made me happy. I, I think I realized at some point that it was not about the physical aspect and people were coming up to me and saying hey Andy I'm going through a really tough time and you're really helping me through that through your class and whether it's a divorce or death of a family or just everyday ups, ups and downs and I realized mm -hmm. uh, that it was really more more than just um, exercise and I realized that I was able to help people uh, so fast forward um, a few years I decided to leave my corporate corporate world uh, and to open up, uh, to move to Toronto with my wife and, and open uh, up Rise Cycle. I know that's a very, uh, I that's sort amazing. of sped that up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was great. Um, I love what you said about how like exercise can really help people because I, until the pandemic, actually, I was never really consistent with my workout routine. And when um, when COVID happened and we were all inside, it was like a wake up call for me where I was like, okay, I have all this time. Like I need to finally be consistent with my workout schedule. And ever since becoming consistent, I've been consistent since 2020, which is something that I'm really proud of. And 
I've just seen the the effects that regular exercise can do for you. That's not just, oh, I feel great, like in terms of my body. Like I also feel great mentally. I have more energy. Like it really um, seeps into every aspect of your life. So I, I love what you said about that. Yeah, I know. I completely agree. I think exercise at the end of the day for me is is therapy. It's the mm-hmm. only time of the day where my brain turns off. Uh, it's sort of my time. And, and um, I think that's what I enjoy most about exercise. Mm-hmm. I love that. So how about you go into a little bit more details about starting Rise? Like, I know that um, a lot of people are intimidated by the idea of starting a business. And I know that a lot goes into it. What kind of were the biggest struggles or what was like a really defining moment for you where you realized, oh, this is really what I want to do? Sure. Uh, um, maybe I'll uh, go back a little bit. I uh, We opened up Rise in 2022. Um, my first business plan, I think I had written for Rise uh, was in 2014 or 20- 2014. Wow. So it's taken a long time. I mm-hmm. think um, the toughest part is... Uh, is leaving something else behind and, and jumping to something new. Um, most people um, have some sort of career or job, and it's really, really difficult to to step back uh, and and to move on to something different. I think that was the biggest challenge. Uh, the biggest challenge is uh, believing that I could do it and saying yes. Um, but I realized that um, in order to to take a a, a leap forward you really do have to take a couple steps back and i tell people this all the time we used to go i used to go cliff jumping a lot as a kid well <laughs> i grew up in vancouver we used to cliff jump a lot and you know once a month we go up uh, to north vancouver and, and cliff jump and i really can relate to the to that because in order to take that big leap uh, you can't just uh, walk your way up and you really have to take a couple steps back and then make that leap mm-hmm. Um, it's scary. It's uh, intimidating. But once you do it, uh, every, you know that everything's going to be okay. So I, I think the biggest challenge for, for me, and I would imagine for most people, is believing that you can do it. And uh, f- from there is actually just taking that leap of faith, um, which is yeah, really difficult. As you get older, as I got older, um, you're offered more and more salary. There's more and more benefits. Mm-hmm. And it's really, really, it becomes gradually more difficult to to say yes to this, to this leap of faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely resonate with that because, you know, having your own business and like going all in on it, um, you know, each month will look different in terms of income and it's very up in the air and it's very unpredictable. And I think that that's a big reason why a lot of people are too scared to maybe take a leap and start their own business or whatever. Um, so yeah, that's, um, that's a really good point. And I definitely feel like a lot of people will resonate with that. Yeah, um, I, I think just to add on to that, maybe one yeah. last point onto that, I, I did have a lot of support from my friends and family and even That's my good. my uh, my boss at the time. And he said something, uh, his name is Darcy. Uh, he was my VP 
at that time, he said something that really stuck with me. He said, Andy, I want you to think about what you want to do and what is the worst case scenario. Um, and I'm thinking there, I'm like, the worst case scenario, if everything fails, I will come back and I'll work for you. Uh, he said, yeah. So he said, Andy, you're, you're living in the worst case scenario. Um, I said, you're, you're, you know what? You're right. Um, so I, I do encourage people to think, hey, what is the worst that could happen? Um, for me, I, I really believe that I, I was living the worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that it's so important for us to really um, realize what we want from life and really pursue that, even if it might be scary and people may judge you. Um, like, as you said, like, sometimes the worst case scenario you might realize is working for someone else your whole life or you know sacrificing things that you want in order to work at a job that you're not passionate about um and so i feel like it's so important to realize what you want and i talk all about purpose and passion in my content and on this podcast because it's it's really important to pursue your passion because, you know, we only have one life and I don't want to waste it at all. So. No, totally. And, and as my mentor said, you know, and passion, if you find a passion, you never have to work a day in your life. And for some people finding your passion just takes more time. And I know Mm -hmm. when I was younger in my twenties, I was constantly looking for that thing that, that gave me the spark and, mm-hmm. and for some people, and he said, for me, it took 50 years for me to find that wow. passion. For yeah. some people, it takes longer than others. Um, I'm very fortunate to, to have found my passion. Um, but it, it comes to everybody at a cer- certain point in time, but not at the same time for everybody. Yes, exactly. I feel, yeah, a lot of people try to rush it. And, um, you know, it's it's great to find your passion, but sometimes it'll just take you longer. And that's, that's totally okay. Cause it will come if you, you know, try different things and you really like think about what your, what your passion, um, like what your hobbies are, what your interests are. Cause that can really lead you to your passion sometimes. I, I agree. And you just yeah. have to go out there, especially if you're younger in your 20s, just go out there and try everything, what what yeah. you like and what you don't like. And through that, I think that uh, will help you find what you're looking for. But you mm-hmm. really have to be out there and, and trying things and saying yes to things. Yeah. Um. So tell everyone a little bit more about Rise. Like, what's it all about? What can they expect from a class? Sure. Uh, so Rise is a, a beat-driven uh, spin spin class, uh, fifty minutes with uh, incorporating weights and your upper body. Um, the idea is a high intensity and low impact uh, sort of workout. So it not only is it great for your everyday, your regular exercise goers. Uh, it's especially great if you have any sort of injuries. Uh, we have another a lot of uh, gals who are pregnant who are in there just because it's very very low intensity or sorry low impact. Yet you can still get your heart rate up. Mm-hmm. Um, we wanted to start rise because at that time I felt uh, uh, spin was uh, intimidating for people, yep. and it was, and it, it still is. <laughs> I think any sort of group exercise is intimidating. Um, I, I think of it as, you know, having been in the industry 
about 10, 10, 12 years now, it's like um, walking into, I describe it as walking into a house party by yourself. <laughs> if you don't know anybody and if people aren't, don't make you feel welcome, um, it's, it's a very difficult experience. Mm-hmm. And that's before everything even started. And, and in class, you know, people often see what they see on social media or, or relate to uh, some crazy dancing on a bike. Uh, and that's intimidating also. Uh, so what we really wanted to do is make, the, make it more accessible for people, more friendly. And it doesn't mean it's any easier. Um, right. But everything from the language we use to our programming, to the way we approach first-time writers um, through our messaging, through our service. Um, we really want to make it more accessible pe- to people. And, and we believe that everyone could use this type of exercise, high-intensity, low-impact. Um, and, and it could benefit everybody if we just make it more accessible to people. Love it. Because I, I definitely was one of those people who, you know, I heard about spin all the time, but I was terrified and then Caroline, who you know, uh, told me to come to a class and I just like immediately felt at ease. Everyone was so welcoming and I just, I never felt intimidated. I never felt like pressured to like follow everything that the instructor does. And I feel like that's some like a misconception people have like, oh, you need to do everything the instructor does, but you really push that it's like up to you, like you focus on what makes you comfortable each lesson. And yeah, I just really love that your studio does that. And um, yeah, no, for sure. And and it's, um, I feel like a lot of people have been put off by spin just from uh, what they see on TV. Um, and, And I get it. When I look at it, it's very intimidating. Everyone's dressed in a certain way. They're shaped in a certain way. Uh, Mm -hmm. You feel like uh, I felt like I didn't belong. Um, Mm -hmm. And I I know a lot of people look at the look at the commercials or or social media and feel like they don't belong uh, because they don't look a certain way or or they don't dress a certain way. But I I don't I don't think that's right. I think it's uh, regardless of your age, gender, um, your body, you you can come in and have a great time. I think if. And that's another thing we really focus. It's just about having fun. I feel like if you can find joy through through a workout or through anything, um, everything else will follow because joy and passion will keep you um, will keep you there and keep you in love with what you're doing. And you'll go back not because uh, exercise is good for me or I want to lose weight. It's because. Uh, you genuinely find uh, joy in in movement or sweat or, or seeing your friends there, um, and everything else will, will follow. Yeah, I like what I love about your studio too is just um, like the music element. I I love music, and so that kind of motivates me. And also, it's the kind of workout where you know, you definitely get a sweat in, it's pretty hard, but then you feel so proud of yourself and accomplished after it. And you're like, wow, I just did that. And, um, and then you also recognize riders for a certain amount of rides, like, so you really take that extra step with like, acknowledging your riders and um, making them feel proud for like continuing to come. And yeah, yeah. You know, I think people should feel proud 
regardless if it's your first time or a thousandth time, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people don't realize just walking in through the doors um, is uh, you've accomplished so, so much just by walking through yeah. those doors. And it's and a lot of times it's very easy for uh, someone who's outgoing and social to to be able to say, hey, that's no problem. But there are so many of people, and I was certainly one of them, that are so intimidated to mm-hmm. even step into the studio and be there. Uh, so I think people um, need to be uh, acknowledged and appreciated and just in life. I think that's what people want in generally in life to be acknowledged and appreciated. Yeah, love it. Um, so to kind of switch gears, you work with your wife and I'd love to hear kind of how that relationship is. How do you guys like... Um, uh, acknowledge each other's goals and really push each other and I'd love to hear how that relationship is with you sure it's uh and Justine yeah it's it's an interesting one Uh, so for those that don't know my wife is uh runs the business with me she also has her full-time job so um she's a busy gal she's in Mm -hmm. uh, healthcare tech um, but she does put a lot of time and energy into into Rise. Um, it's uh, always an interesting relationship when you work with your partner. I think the biggest challenge that I found in the beginning was um, was that uh, was finding boundaries. Uh, mm-hmm. We don't have boundaries. Uh, your life just becomes your business. Um, so whether you wake up or you're having dinner, you're going out and when you don't have boundaries, you're always talking about the business. So, um, one thing we learned, I learned especially was drawing boundaries, setting times and dates where we, we talk about this and, um, because you live together, um, mm-hmm. you spend all the time, all, all day together. It's really yeah. easy to just talk about this all the time and it can't, uh, I don't think that's necessarily healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a really difficult balance to find. Um, but I think the biggest and the most important thing is just communication, communicating with each other uh, where you're at, where they're at, and uh, what they want. And, you know, everyone has needs and needs and wants. Um, but uh, I, I love having her there to support me because there are um, definitely days where I felt like it was impossible. You, you Just getting the business going. Uh, and there are certain days where it's right back. She feel, feels the same way. Uh, and um, we're very fortunate to have some, uh, to, to be able to support each other. And I I would um, recommend everybody, uh, founder or self, whatever whatever startup you're, you're, you're going through, um, to have a, not necessarily partner, but have a friend or someone who believes in you that's able to support you because there are for sure days where you feel like, hey, it's, this is not possible or uh, or this is, I, I want to give up. Um, but just having that support, whether it's your parent, your partner, your friend, um, that's really, really important. Yeah, I, I've really learned this throughout my entrepreneurial journey where you really need to have support. Otherwise, as you said, it can get really hard on those days when you're really struggling and not believing in yourself. And I... I've realized um, through Ryan, my partner, we live together and he's so I'm more entrepreneurial. He's all about nine to five. So we're opposite in that way. And it's 
I've realized that that's good to have because you kind of need to have someone who has that outdoor, not the not outdoor, but outside view and can kind of give you another um, like perspective. Um, And so he's been really helpful on my on my journey since we've been together with kind of um, making me think about things in a different way. And yeah, it's just been really good. So it's good to have like the both perspectives, I think. Yeah, I think it's really important to have someone to bounce ideas off of and, and as well as to mm-hmm. support each other. I know um, if I came from the finance background, I know there's a f- uh, famous, um, I guess, tech incubator in California called Y Combinator. Um, they have incubated some of the biggest tech companies in the world. Uh, they actually do not invest in companies with a solo founder. Uh, there has oh, to be wow. a minimum of two founders okay. um, for that reason. Uh, because mm. there are one, you there are, you have as a, one person, you have a very, uh, I guess, you it's easy to get tunnel visioned. And two, there are days that get hard. It doesn't matter how successful you are, how strong you are, how mentally tough you are. There are days where you 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 will feel like feel like giving up. Uh, and it's really, really important to have that support. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what would you say is your proudest accomplishment so far when it comes to Rise Cycle? Um, I, I just being able to to watch people grow. I and 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 uh, watch people overcome. It's it it makes me feel like everything we're doing is worthwhile from, from people that come in and and stand at the front desk and say, I am so bleeping scared to be here. (laughs) Uh, And then they turn out to have a hundred rides or people that come in and, and walk out during the first class. And and now there are a hundred rides or people say, Hey, uh, you're really helping me through this really tough time. I think being able to make a difference makes me so proud and know makes our team our front desk team our instructors so proud to be part of the team being able to have fun and have a positive impact on someone's life it's uh, not everybody gets to do that i think it's a real privilege mm-hmm. yeah i think that i mean as an entrepreneur myself i you know i really wanted to become an entrepreneur to help people and really um, like be there on their journey and really show them what's possible and inspire them and motivate them to really go after their dreams and goals. And so I feel like you can resonate with that for sure. No, I love what you said. I really admire what you're doing because a lot of people don't have that support and don't have that, um, don't have somebody to believe in them or don't know which route to take or how to go about things. And it's great that you're giving this platform for people. You're giving people lots of confidence and, and, and knowledge and information to, to be able to give them that, that step into whatever they want to do. So I, I really admire what you're doing. Thank you. Um, so when you think about, I would say maybe like three to five years from now, where, where would you love to see Rise Cycle go? in terms of in the future yeah for sure there's of course medium and long-term goals you really have to set them um yeah when you start but i thought i think it's also important to focus on have those larger goals but 
take it one step at a time. Um, mm -hmm. What I from day one, our our mission was uh, to surprise and delight one member at a time, and that's still my goal today. Is make each person that f comes through feel uh, like they're in a VIP and make sure they have a great experience. And if I can do that, uh, eventually there'll be um, countless members. Uh, so my that's still my goal. Uh, five to ten years, I would love to see how how much impact we can have and how many more members we can inspire. Uh, whether that's running more classes or opening up another studio, um, my goal is to just provide the most impact that that we can with what we're doing. That's awesome. Um, one thing I was just thinking of also that um, really makes me feel so welcomed at your studio is you know i've i've been around when like other people have come in and you like knew my name like right away like i feel like you knew my name after the first class or something and i was like oh whoa he remembers my name and you remember so many other people's names and like that's just amazing to me because that really shows that you are really invested and really care about everyone who comes into your studio, no matter what. Yeah, I think, and I do. And I think it has to come from a place uh, where you're genuinely interested in, in people. For me, I'm mm -hmm. very, very curious. I, I know I've gone through a very unique journey and I, I love listening to people's stories because everyone's has such a unique life journey. Uh, mm -hmm. And I'm just so curious about people's lives, and um, I love to just listen. And but I, but I, I think in order to do that, you really have to uh, to know people and acknowledge people and appreciate them. Um, so I think that's that's the most important thing. Um, yeah, of course, people. I think at the end of the day, like I mentioned, people just want to be uh, as humans. Want to be acknowledged mm -hmm. uh, and be appreciated, and and that's all we're looking for in life. Yeah, for sure. Um, so when you look back at the beginning of your journey, what is something that you wish you knew when you started? And also, like, what do you wish someone had told you at the beginning of your journey? Um, I think the beginning of my journey was was really it took a long time because I was fighting this battle inside my head um should I do it should not do it should I not do it can I do this and it mm -hmm. that battle went on for years yeah um I wish I had this realization earlier which is um I, I think a couple of things one um life is too short I think people say that uh, and think people realize that, but it, I think people realize it as, as words, but uh, I don't think people realize it until it impacts in, in some way. Mm. So mm -hmm. uh, at a certain point, I, I did lose, uh, I, I watched people uh, deteriorate when they were extremely healthy. And that's when it really hit me. Life is too short. You know, everybody always says that. But when it happens to you, you realize, mm -hmm. hey, you know, I, I, maybe I'm not here tomorrow. And if I were to, to, to not be here tomorrow, 
what would be my biggest regret. Um, I, I think that not pursuing my passion would be my biggest regret. I, I think maybe perhaps that's not someone, something that someone can tell you. Perhaps that's a life experience you have to feel in order to believe. Right. Um, but I do believe that um, I, I think of this, I, I thought of this quite often, you know, if I were not to be here tomorrow, what would be my big, biggest regret? My biggest regret would be not pursuing my passion. I think that's a realization. Uh, and two, um, like I mentioned earlier, what is the worst case scenario? For a lot of people that are transitioning into entrepreneurship, um, a lot of us or a lot of uh, them have, have jobs. Uh, what's the worst case scenario? Perhaps you come back and, and do what you're doing. And, and especially for people that don't have a family. So you don't have anyone depending on you. A lot of, most of us don't have a mortgage, don't have kids. Um, really, this is the time to do it. I wish I heard that earlier. You don't, uh, that also came from my VP Darcy. And you don't have kids, you don't have uh, debt, you don't have a house. What's the worst that could happen? Um, so the, the younger you are, the less you have to lose. I think uh, the less you have to lose, the the uh, the more reason you, you you have to go for it. As you get older, uh, I re- came to the realization, as you get older, there's more things depending on you, whether it's um, you have to think about your spouse, you have to think about your mortgage or perhaps your kids. Um, so there's less opportunity to, to take these risks um, and there's more to lose. But when you're young, there's nothing to lose. Yeah, I am literally love everything you said um like i i definitely think about because i started my entrepreneurial journey like six seven years ago and i'm 32 now so i was like 26 27 and i it's that weird in between where i'm like i thought i wanted to be an actor for a long time and so and like, I definitely don't regret that part of my life. But I'm like, if I had realized that I wanted to be an entrepreneur, entrepreneur earlier, and like pursued that earlier, where would I be now? Because I was younger. And now I'm still young, but then I'm older, I, I pay rent, I, you know, I'm adulting way more than (laughs) I was at the beginning of my entrepreneurial journey. So it's like, when I'm thinking about um, like some of my friends who are in their late 20s, I'm like, this is the time to really like start pursuing your dreams because, you know, like you said, what's literally the worst thing that could happen when you're working full time and start a business is you're not making any money in your side business, but you still have your nine to five. So you're not really losing anything. And I think that's something a lot of people don't realize too is success like quote success is relative like success can literally mean anything you want it to mean it doesn't have to mean hundreds of thousands of dollars and sometimes that means success to people and that's fine but for me success means like okay if I impacted one person with my Instagram post or if I impacted one person through my um my podcast episode whatever like that's success to me and obviously it would be great to have those like 
bigger accolades and I would love to get to that point but but it's also really important to um like acknowledge who you are throughout your journey and celebrate those little wins and those little successes that you make so yeah I completely agree I think yeah like a couple things success is uh for everybody it's different uh but my view of success has certainly changed coming Mm -hmm. out of uh, business school it was all about money and I can tell you today that money is not the top three or top five things on the list um and uh, I, I absolutely agree with you Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so for those of uh, those listening who are in Toronto, where can they find your studio? Because sure. I want all of you to go. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, we're in Liberty Village here on the west end of Toronto. Um, if you haven't been in before, uh, we have lots of first timer promos to get you in and try out the class. Uh, mm-hmm. I promise you it's not as intimidating as you think. Uh, and nope. I'm always there because I love being there and I'm um, happy to please introduce yourselves uh, from, from Pierce podcast. <laughs> and, and I'd be happy to, to help, to help answer any questions in the ball spin or outside of spin. And uh, I love what Pierce is doing, what you're doing. And I, I love helping new entrepreneurs because I, I love that the journey and I've been through it. I'm going through it. Yeah. Uh, and I, uh, I really admire people who, who are going through this the same unbeaten path. So I love to help as well. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Is there anything else that you want to share with the listeners before we close out? Anything you would want them to know if they're maybe thinking about, I know we've talked a lot about, you know, starting your, starting a business, starting a side hustle, whatever. Um, like, is there anything else that you would want to tell them about yeah, doing think- that? Yeah, I think um, when, of course, we were talking about finding your passion and, and it will take time. And in certain mm-hmm. aspects, if you go out there and try new things, it will find you. Um, and I do think that once you found your passion, you will never, I truly believe you won't have to work a day in your life. I, my days are extremely long, but I, I don't ever count the hours. I don't ever look at the clock. And it's such a mm-hmm. rewarding thing. Uh, to be able to one do something for yourself and, and two to to do something that you're passionate about and where you don't have to worry about time or how many hours have I worked today and um, you will truly never have to work a day in your life mm-hmm. I love it that's amazing thank you so much Andy this was such a great conversation thank you for coming on the podcast thank you for having me Pierce <laughs>